on this Worship Wednesday. If you have just joined us, welcome to the talk with the rich aunts, Dumi, Nell, and Ole. And we are now in the second hour of the talk, and uh, it is going to be an absolutely beautiful one. Now, we have just entered into the segment of Ask a Pastor, and we have someone uh, who's joining us today in studio. As it is the month of June, we have a new pastor in the house who's going to be with us throughout the whole of June. Uh, now, let me just give you a gist of who we have today in studio. Pastor Puti Moyaha serves as an executive pastor at Prayer Bible Church, a church that believes in impacting the world through Jesus Christ. In addition, Pastor Puti Moyaha is a co-founder of 21st Century Glorious Youth Movement, a youth movement for young people established in 2011. The movement was formed in response to the plight of young people in our nation with the view to empower them. It has since expanded its objectives and hopes to become the leading youth platform that influences generation through engaging and changing youth culture. Moreover, Putimoyaha is the CEO of PM Global, a consulting firm that focuses on strategy development, monitoring, and evaluation, as well as people development services. He is a husband to Lerato and father to and The significance of a man is measured by how well he has served his generation. And that is a quote by him. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give Pastor Puti Moyaha a round of applause. Yeah. Yeah. Pastor Puti. Good morning and welcome. Thank you so much, Asole. How are you doing? I'm good, uh, good. Good. Thank you, sir. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for, you know, accommodating us in your busy schedule. Oh, wow. <laughs> You're far too kind. You even gave me a new title, New Pastor. Yeah. <laughs> I'll add that on my socials. <laughs> yes, Muruti. And uh, today we'll be talking about uh, speaking in tongues, the yeah. gift of speaking in tongues. Yes, you know, as a... a, a when I was a baby Christian, I'll put it like that, right. I used to think, Jorge, we have to cram, so to speak, yeah. to speak in tongues. You know, I didn't know that it should come naturally right. when you are in the spirit. You right. know, for, so for someone maybe who is sitting at home and who does not know, okay, speaking in tongues, what yeah. is that? Can you just break it down for them? Oh, um, wow. Sorry, to, to, before we go to, in, yeah. To, yeah. To, 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 to Pastor Puti, thank you so much, Pastor, for joining us today. We are really excited about this. I hope uh, later on there is a part where we are saying we are taught that the, 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 the tongues will also <laughs> impact <not> that. <laughs> exactly. It was yeah. cram that. But I just want to read the word of God yeah, in the book it. of yeah. Acts, uh, chapter 2, yeah. um, which I believe it was the beginning. Mm. Uh, but if I am wrong, I stand to be corrected because of there is a pastor in the house uh, who's going to correct me. Mm. But uh, in my own personal journey as a child of God, this right. is where I realized, okay, mm. there is a spirit called the tongues. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it reads as follows that when the when the day of Pentecost, that's Acts chapter two, yes. when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. And suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house 
where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. Mm. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit right. and began to speak in tongues mm. as the Spirit enabled them. Amen. So mm. the question which was said by Ole, mm. what are tongues? Okay, very, very interesting that you would start it there mm. um, because I think generally that's that's our understanding. That's the basis of tongues mm. because mm. they were first introduced, you know, on the day of Pentecost. Mm. But I think for for the purpose of our discussion this morning, I'd like to take it further back. Yes, mm. please. Yeah, way back and start it off in Genesis. Mm. Yeah, Jesus. Just just to give context also to our our listeners. And by the way, good morning to all the Hope Alive. Mm. Oh, listeners. sorry, you didn't, you didn't <laughs> get a chance to, really to greet the I really listeners. Did not greet the listeners. Yeah. So so I think l- let's start it there. Then then let's build a case to answer the question: okay. what, what are tongues, mm. right? Now, we, we, we see in Genesis, after God, you know, creates everything, in Genesis one twenty six he says, let us make man, right, mm, yes. in our own image Mage. and our likeness. And that just tells us that he made us to look like him and mm. to function mm. like him. But then even that statement, we need to get delve deeper into it to say, but when, we, when the Bible says, you know, in his image or likeness, wha- what does God look like? Is, it, is he a petty man like me? So when you look at John 4, 24, it tells us that for God is spirit. Mm. Yes. So the likeness there, it's just that we are like God, but from our spirit man perspective. So in mm. Genesis 1, 26, God creates man, the spirit man. And I want us to catch that because that will be the foundation of everything we're going to talk about, mm-hmm. that he creates the spirit man. And then when you jump yeah. in Genesis 2, verse 7, he forms a body for the spirit. Mm. So as a result, the spirit man now dwells in a human body. Yes. Uh, and, and that's that's what we need to understand because mm. we've been taught that we're human beings who have a spirit yeah. and a soul. No, no, no. We yes. are spirit mm beings yeah. with a soul, a personality, yes. because mm. God then breathed. Mm-hmm. After he formed man, he breathed into man, right? Yes. Now, we are spirit uh, beings living in a body mm. who have a soul. Wow. Now, now, taking it from there, now God uh, speaks to this man. He, in Genesis chapter 2, when you go down in verse, um, around verse 17, he gives a command. So God speaks verbally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He gives him a command. It says, of every tree in the garden you may freely eat and all of that, but of the tree of knowledge and evil you shall not eat, right? Mm. That, that's the only time God speaks to Adam. Okay. Come with me. Yeah. It's the only time he speaks to him, right? Yeah. But then, shortly after that in verse 19, the Bible tells us that he presents animals in front of him so that he sees what he would name them. He doesn't command him. He doesn't speak. Okay. How did Adam even know what to do because mm. God was not speaking. Yeah. Mm. It means the spirit man is so aligned wow. with God being the spirit yeah. um, mm. that he did not need now his, you know, this verbal language mm. uh, uh, that, that he was accustomed to. And, 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 and so Adam starts doing all these things simply because his spirit bears testimony. That's why in Romans chapter, Romans 8 verse 16, the Bible says that the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Right. So so where I'm getting at with building this 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 case is then then man went and fell. We know that he partook in, in sin and mm. he fell, but his body didn't die there. Mm. It was his spirit that died. Okay. No, follow me. Yes. Mm. Follow me. <laughs> We're with you. Yeah, when, when man fell 
it, it is his spirit. Now, he was no longer familiar with God. He was no longer connected okay. with God. Mm. They could no longer connect. The, the language could no longer be the same. That's mm. why then suddenly Adam is hiding himself. Yes. Right? Mm. He's hiding away from the very God that yeah. he was spending time with, that he was feeding from, and he was able to name things by just fellowshipping, even yeah. without uh, speaking, without um, language. Mm. Now, 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 that's why then when we accept Jesus Christ, it is said that we are born again. It's not your physical body. It's not the Genesis yeah. 2-7 man, mm. but it is the Genesis 1-26 man, the spirit man that gets born again. Mm. Okay. And when we get born again, then we receive the gift, which is the Holy Spirit. Mm. Now, Thank when... You. Again, <laughs> but now when he comes, he comes with a package, mm. and this is now where I'm getting at with the, the, the addressing the issue of the tongues. Mm. That now tongues have been the evidence of somebody receiving the Holy Spirit, okay? Right, but then not all believers have that evidence. Sure. When we get born again, we receive the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And one of the evidence, that speaking in tongues is not the ultimate okay. when it comes to knowing that you have the Holy Spirit. Okay. No, there are different gifts. I mean, you spoke of that, Ausole, uh, when you started, you referred to tongues as a gift mm -hmm. of speaking in tongues. Mm -hmm. And I'll get to that. Yes. Now, now, tongues on one level are an evidence of the Holy Spirit, right? Mm -hmm. But on the second level, tongues are a gift that comes with the Holy Spirit. Mm. So you may have the Holy Spirit and not speak in tongues mm. because you have not yet been baptized in the Holy Spirit. It's mm. possible to ha receive the Holy Spirit when you receive Christ, mm -hmm. but it's another thing to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Mm. That's where he now manifests himself. Mm. Maybe to further explain, it's like having a tracking device. Mm -hmm. There's a tracking device that will lie dormant in your car yeah. until they steal it. Yes. yes. Yeah, and then when you you call your tracking company, then they start to activate yeah. it. Many of us are like that with the Holy Spirit, okay. that he's just dormant in our lives. We, he doesn't manifest his fruits. And mm. only when we're in trouble, we then cry, Holy Spirit, we need you. Or mm. we just say that tongue that we cramp. You know, that type of thing. Yeah. yeah. So, so now, now uh, uh, maybe the point I need to say is that every true believer has the Holy Spirit but not every believer has the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So now tongues becomes a language of the Spirit. Hmm. Are, are we still tracking together? Yes. Yeah. So, so all believers who are baptized in the Holy Spirit receive the evidence of speaking in tongues. And the reason why I'm saying is the evidence is that what you quoted uh, in, in Acts 2 is that it was referring to the evidence of the Holy Spirit when mm. they started yes, speaking. In tongues. And in many other places, in Acts chapter 10, we hear when Peter preaches and even the Gentiles start speaking in another tongue or in mm. different tongues. It becomes the evidence of the presence of the Holy Spirit. Mm. But but that, that's not the only, uh, you know, manifestation mm. of, of, of Holy Spirit. Now, speaking in tongues um, is the same as praying in the John, I mean, in the Genesis 126 man. Mm. Are you getting it? That now when we speak in tongues, it's no longer now the language that I learned with this Genesis chapter 2 physical Little body. body. Mm. No, it is now a language of Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, spirit man who is like God. So he can speak like God. He can connect like God. Mm. He can speak things into existence. That's why the authority, the dominion was given to that version of man, not this 2 verse 7 uh, version. That's why you might be small in your, in your physique, but your spirit man may be a 
giant. Why? Mm. Because that's where God said, let, let them have dominion. And he spoke a blessing. But the one in Genesis chapter 2 verse 7, he didn't speak a blessing. He didn't give him authority. He didn't give him any dominion. That was just a body that was formed. But the one that has the authority is the spirit man. Now, when we're speaking in tongues, we are praying in that spirit man. Because this mortal body is limited. Our vocabulary mm. is limited. As mm. I speak now, we have to learn the you have yeah. to learn the language. Yeah. But then w- with tongues, it, it's something that comes supernaturally. Yeah. It's something that it's normal to the spirit man. Mm. It's supernatural to the physical man. Mm. So, so we need to get to that understanding that as a believer, um, when... when you, you can pray, you can do, you can study the word. You may cram scriptures, you mm. may study the word and all of that. But with the participation of the Holy Spirit in your life, there's a language that you now adopt mm. that is beyond your vocabulary. And that's when we talk about speaking in mm. tongues. It's when you are now suspending your physical understanding of what you are saying. It's when you wow. suspend your ability to articulate words. Yes. Mm. That's why Paul would even come and say, I'm not here you know, with, uh, w- with my eloquence of speech. He, he acknowledges that uh, a life in, in, in the spirit is beyond you know, what you would have acquired, right. the knowledge that you know in the physical. It's beyond that. Your spirit man, uh, uh, I mean, I'll go as far as saying when you sleep, it is your body that sleeps. Your spirit is way awake. much alive. It's awake, mm. yeah. That's why you see dreams. You see visions. Why? You have tapped into this realm of the spirit, and this is the actual original man that God had in mind. That is the man that God wanted. That is the original idea of man, the spirit man. This one that is is dominion. This one that could speak things into existence. Even if I'm lying in an ICU bed and I'm, uh, you know, uh, diagnosed with COVID-19 third wave or whatever variant now, Mm -hmm. and my physical body is is deteriorating, the spirit man can still say, by his stripes I I am healed. Why? Mm -hmm. It is the one that is constantly in line with the Lord. It's in line with the Holy Spirit. It's in line with God. That's why then we start speaking in tongues. Mm. And it's it's, it's a tongue that you are not familiar with. And maybe to go further, I can describe it in this way, that uh, a tongues may be, you know, speaking in the language of men or the language of angels. Uh, don't lose me now. <laughs> <laughs> we are still with you. We are still with you. Are you Holy still with Spirit me? Yeah. helping us. We are still yeah. here. Please. In 1 Corinthians 13 verse 1, I mean, the Bible tells us that though I speak with the tongues of men, and of angels. So so Paul makes that distinction. And the reason why I'm bringing this is that in the day of Pentecost, when they started speaking in tongues, others came and said, hey, they're speaking my language. They were speaking a language of men, but they were not aware. So I would be petty now and find myself uh, praying and speaking Swahili. <laughs> yeah. Right, mm. and as I speak Koso Kiswahili, uh, I might not be aware that that's what I'm, I'm speaking. And then you may find that it's another man's language. In fact, a story is told of a missionary that went into a tribe where they were eating humans. Yeah, very strange. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they went into such a territory, and in that place, they were about to devour him, and he started praying in tongues. As he was praying in tongues, he did not realize that he's actually preaching in the in the language of that tribe and in praying in tongues he was now saved he was delivered and the whole tribe uh, got saved because in that prayer it was actually a prophecy for that tribe 
So that's why Paul now speaks about that w- 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 when one pro- uh, uh, speaks in tongues, he edifies himself. But when yeah. another uh, uh, prophesies, he edifies the church. church. Yeah. So when I'm uh, I'm busy praying in in my tongue, I, I I might not be aware that I'm actually speaking another person's language. But the second level is that it's not just another man's language, but it's a language in the spirit. And as believers, we need to raise more and more believers who believe in life in the spirit more than in the natural. Yeah. We, we, we can no longer be a generation that looks at the physical. We can no longer walk with people that are just looking at tangible things. Mm. You know, when we define how a young person is successful in our country is, is middle class, you know, mm. it's materialism and all of that. But we fail to look at the spiritual mm-hmm. side. Sure. There's actually more life in the spirit than in the natural. And I want yeah. to submit that to you and the listeners. That there's more life in the spirit than in the natural. Mm. Uh, let me ask you this. A fish, right? A fish, all it knows is water in the sea. Yes. Right? Is a fish convinced that there is more life in the, uh, beyond the water? No. It's no. not. No. Why? Wow. Because yeah. it's only exposed. It water. But here we are. We're building buildings. We're doing all sorts of things as humans above water. So there's so much life on top of water that we even have dominion over the very fish. Mm. But w- from the mm. fish's perspective, mm. this is all this that is there is. Mm. I see sharks, Limiting I see water, yourself. I see all these things. That's all that they could see. Mm. But your ignorance of a reality does not suspend that reality. Mm. Wow. Mm. I should mm. post that on Facebook myself. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know Maybe what I mean? You can yeah. say that again. Your okay. ignorance. Yes. Your ignorance of a reality mm. does not suspend the existence of that reality. It does not. So even in the spirit, even if you are a believer, you're a you know, you're a Christian, you've been born again, you know, you hear people whatever Yeah, but by the but but there is no manifestation of life in the spirit. Because you don't move God with Genesis chapter two, verse seven type of man. Wow. We only start shifting things when you are feeding the spirit man. When you start feeding him. So wow. when, when the Bible says, when you speak in tongues, you are edifying yourself, then I'm feeding the spirit man. man. That's yeah. why I would even challenge a listener to say, um, try this exercise I did um, another time and I've, 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 I've developed it over the times and it has helped me because you, you know there are days where you want to pray in the evening and you're just dozing off? Yes. Oh, I, I, th- I thought you're I'm okay. the only one who's not Christian enough. <laughs> That just happened to me yesterday. <laughs> I really wanted to pray, but the body was like, rest, 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 rest. Yeah, the, 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 the spirit is willing, but yeah, the flesh is yeah. weak. Now, now, it happens to, to, to the most of us, right? That there are times where your, your, your flesh fails you. But that's why there's just that battle between the flesh and the spirit. Yeah. Now, now, what I would do is that in the evenings when I get to bed, I'd put on my headphones. Uh, and I would listen to um, either myself or any other person praying mm. or singing in tongues, right? Mm. And and as I sleep, I'm being ministered to unconsciously. Mm. I'll be sleeping, but I'll, I'll be ministered to unconsciously. Suddenly when I wake up, um, God has given me an idea or a solution to whatever I'll be facing the following day. Because throughout the night, while my body was sleeping, 
my spirit was being edified. My spirit was being built. My spirit was growing. You know, so we need to start training ourselves that speaking in tongues, it's 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 more of a technology in the kingdom of God that will help us develop into the type of believers that we ought to be. If we master, you know, our relationship with, with the Holy Spirit through praying in tongues, there are many possibilities that would open up. Um, um, I, I don't have to, you see, it's like today, I had a, I, I knew that, about this interview, and by yesterday, already they, there was a revelation of how the day would be going. I just want to come in right there. Come right in. <laughs> I just want to come I in. I might go on. You might go on. <laughs> so uh, just to highlight uh, a few things that you had spoken yes. about, you know. So you, you, we, when you, in the beginning of the interview, how right. you were telling us about tongues being the evidence of the Holy Spirit yeah. and also being a gift of the Holy Spirit. Yes. But we need to be baptized in the Spirit. Yes. So first question that I have for you is that now, okay, someone who's listening at home, and yes, he, they are listening to us and they're saying, what, okay, he, they, we, they are speaking about tongues. Mm. But Moroti um, Puti is saying, we need to be baptized in mm. the spirit. Mm. Yeah. Beginning, let's start there. How do I now get baptized in the spirit? Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I thought we would delve into that a bit later. But yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll jump right into it. Um, now, now, in terms of being baptized in the Holy Spirit. Yes. Now, uh, uh, what, what one thing I've had to learn about God is that um, right? Yes. Yeah, he just has his ways and patterns, but he doesn't use the formula each time or the mm. same formula each time. That's why even with Moses, uh, he gives him a law on one set of stones, and then later in in, in Exodus thirty four, he ge- he changes the stones. He, he says, you know, uh, write the same law but mm. on new uh, tablets. So, so what I'm getting at is that what how God did it in the book of Acts might not be exactly how he does it wow. today. Yes. And we need to be open to that because we, we have tend to limit God in based on what he did in scripture mm. and limit his possibilities True. to that. So we need to just look out for his ways uh, rather than you know in that particular instance what he did. So um, uh, the, the point is being baptized in the Holy Spirit, you obviously basically need to accept Jesus Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Romans uh, tells us that you need to believe in your heart right. and confess with your mouth, right? Yeah. That Jesus Christ is Lord. Now, in, in, in making the declaration, you accept Jesus, but Jesus does not come alone. He comes as a package, mm-hmm. the Trinity, yes. right? I'm glad I have Bible students. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you receive um, him. But as I said, it, it's like having a tracker that is just dormant. Mm-hmm. If you don't engage... Then it's not effective. effective. Now, as as we grow in the Lord, one of the things that we have learned in Scripture is how uh, uh, they laid hands. The apostles would lay hands on people, and they would receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But now, when Peter was preaching, he was just preaching in Acts chapter ten, verse forty four. As you go down with it, as he was preaching, the Gentiles were now baptized with the Holy Spirit. So, on the other hand, they had to lay hands. And they, they receive the baptism. On the other hand, while a man was preaching, they receive the baptism. You may find that while you're still in your room, um, just because you have that hunger, you ask the Holy Spirit to baptize you, you suddenly receive the baptism by yourself in your bedroom. Mm-hmm. So what I'm getting at is that there's no formula of this is what needs to happen. We've seen the laying of hands. It happens through that. We've seen through preaching. It happens to th- through that. But it's not limited to that. Mm-hmm. 
the, the Bible tells us in Matthew, in Matthew 5, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. So, so it's about your, 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 your appetite. If you desire the Holy Spirit to baptize you and you make it your prayer, even if maybe you receive Christ on the road while the, the Hope Restoration team was ministering and you know you never had contact with them after that that should be your prayer to say baptize me with you that's why jesus had a holy spirit uh, all his life for 30 years right Mm. but only at the baptism did the bible tells us that man the holy spirit came upon him him. so he was all already within him for 30 years but there was a time where he had to now come upon him that's why he even declares that the spirit of the lord is upon me so many of us, the Spirit of the Lord is within us. That's right. You are fine. You accepted Christ. But there's another dimension of him being upon you. He must rest upon you. He can no longer just be within you and it ends there. Mm-hmm. We need that grace, that anointing. That's why we talk about anointing. It's an enablement that comes upon you. Yeah. You, you might receive a title now and we give you a uniform and say you're a police officer. But if you don't, we don't take you through a particular training, mm-hmm. your physique will not be one that empowers you to execute your duties. So it's very important that we we, we have that that overall understanding. And I've dealt with the formula part to say God can do it anyway, anyhow, you know, whatever ways he decides. But the basis of it is that every believer must desire that Holy Spirit comes upon him. And by the way, it's not something, it's him. It's the person, Holy Spirit. It's not a thing. Mm. Yeah, I would hear people are pelong and buddhise are pelong. Or something said to me. What what is something? Yeah. you know, there's now no such. It is Holy Spirit. That's why even in our church, we don't say the Holy Spirit as if we are just talking about a person. We say Holy Spirit. The Bible says Holy Spirit is a person. And we're just training ourselves to say, let's have fellowship with this person being the Holy Spirit. Wow. And in that desire, then we get his baptism. Indeed, there is no formula. Yeah. There is no formula Certainly. of being baptized in the Holy Spirit. Uh-uh. Today we are speaking all things l- about tongues, right? And you can, you two can engage with us on our WhatsApp line on 067-153-1089. This is our segment of Ask a Pastor. If you have qu- any question in regards with tongues, do let us know. Hit us up on our, on our socials, on Facebook, on Hope Alive Radio Station. Twitter, you can catch us on Hope Alive underscore radio. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. You're listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. What 
Indeed, he did not give up on us. Jesus did not give up on us. That is Travis Green with You Waited. It is 39 minutes past the hour of 10 o'clock and we are joined in studio by Pastor Puti. And today is our segment of Ask a Pastor. And we're speaking all things Tongues. Speaking, yeah. speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues. Spitting in tongues. Speaking in tongues. Spitting. Hey, yeah, because they do spit. Like, Maruti, they do spit, but I won't go into that. Please. And so, uh, just to recap also yeah. as well, so we were speaking about uh, how a person is going to be baptized in spirit, and you said there is no formula of it. And before that, you also mentioned that a person needs to master speaking in tongues. Right. And you mentioned how you exercised, okay, you know, like when you are sleeping, yeah. uh, subconsciously you put on music or someone preaching yeah. and so forth yeah. and you said a person needs to master speaking in tongues yeah. someone is sitting there at home and is like but I have never spoken in tongues right. I've only heard people speaking in tongues yeah. how do I now master speaking in tongues because to sp- in order for me to feed my spirit <laughs> right all right look, look l- l- let's start it here remember Jesus starts off by saying in Acts 1 8 that wait in Jerusalem until mm. right until you enjoy with power so to start off with, with what I was saying earlier, that there's no specific formula, formula. that God would use today. Mm. Uh, yes, we don't remove the landmarks that we have, the laying of hands um, during preaching and all of that, right? But uh, the, the important thing is that if you have never spoken in tongues, there should be that, that, that hunger, as I said, where you are waiting on the Holy Spirit, where you're mm. waiting for that baptism to happen. We don't do it, and then Ratomokrema, what people are saying. Mm. We wait on Holy Spirit. He's very faithful. Believe you me, he's very faithful to respond to that cry, that hunger of speaking in tongues. But what meant when I said you need every believer must master speaking in tongues, it was not now uh, uh, to just master the phrases and, and all mm. of that. No, no, no. Uh, remember even a, a baby, for them to master a language is mm. by continuing to try and speak mm. the language. So I was saying from that perspective that we should not now settle to life outside the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, where we're just you know relying on our uh, understanding, our ability to articulate words. So the more you pray in tongues, the more every time you are yielded uh, and led by the Spirit to pray mm. in tongues, then then it is the more you get to master it. Where when it is time to pray, sometimes you'll have an urge to pray, but you don't know what to pray for. Scripture mm. tells us that we don't know what to pray for, right? Uh, it, is all, it is the Holy Spirit that makes intercessions with, you know, uh, groanings and all. Now, now there are times where you feel the edge to pray, but there are no words coming. Mm. That is the opportunity for tongues. Mm. Because as we speak in tongues, in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit prays through you. Mm. Now he touches on things that you have never touched on. Yeah. So there are people who get surprised that I was praying for this, but suddenly I've, I received answers for one, two, and three. Wow. No, it is in the arena of the Spirit where yes. while you were praying in tongues, the Holy Spirit was touching on the very blind spot yeah. that mm. you never thought about. And, and that is now when I say mastering it, where we need to teach people that even in the marketplace, you pray in tongues. Wow. 
We need to empower people that in all the, the mountains, the fears of influence, you need to pray in tongues. When you're about to sign the deal, you need to be praying in the spirit. Because if you're praying with your carnal mind, you might just say, Nkulunkula, I want this deal. And whereas in the heavens, it has been seen that if you sign this deal, you would, you would lose everything in your life. Mm. But when you begin to pray in tongues, just so as in, uh, when you are trying to put the ink on the paper, the Holy Spirit says no. no. As you are praying in tongues, right? Wow. Because you are in the spirit, you have suspended your own understanding. Yeah. Many things, remember, you know, even the enemy can give you gifts. True. Mm. Satan presented riches, he presented kingdoms to mm. our own Jesus. Yes. He says, I'll give you all these kingdoms. So Satan sponsors, he give gifts. Wow. But we need to always know the spirit behind it. But mm. how would you know the spirit behind it if you yourself have not exercised the spirit that yeah. sponsors your prayers? Mm. Man, beautiful, beautiful, Murudi. I'm just looking yeah, at the in. time sure. as well. So I just want to, for someone maybe who is sitting at home and yeah. is like, is it a must that every time I pray, I need to pray in tongues? Or if I, if I feel like I want to pray in my own language, then I will do so. If the Spirit says, then go into tongues, then I will go into tongues. Is it a must that every time we pray, we should pray in tongues? It's not a must. Mm. <laughs> it's, 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 not, it's not a must. I, d I don't have the, the, the 20, uh, uh, not 10, but 20 commandments of the New <laughs> Testament that covers that. Mm. But um, I think what, what we need to understand is that speaking in tongues, right, as I, as I was touching on the on the on the different levels that it may be uh, you know evidence of the Holy Spirit, mm. but the second thing is that it may come as a gift. Right. When mm. you read First uh, Corinthians twelve, it speaks about the the different gifts given by the same Spirit. Mm. It would say that some would give the gift of word of knowledge, mm. word of prophecy, uh, or word of wisdom rather, mm. uh, um, faith, uh, and then it says the gift of speaking in tongues. Mm and the gift of interpreting Putting. tongues, mm -hmm. and which is a level that the body of Christ uh, is coming short of. Mm. Because Paul says, if you speak in tongues in the presence of others or mm. in a gathering or a there congregation, should there should be one that interprets mm. that as well. You know, and that's the level we need to, uh, mm. uh, to even uh, uh, desire. So, so tongues may come as a gift, According to First Cor uh, Corinthians chapter twelve, right? But can also come as a ministry to somebody. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It can come as a ministry. Threefold. It comes by virtue of the Holy Spirit Three? being there. It's yes. evidence. It comes also as a gift, just like the gift of prophecy. Yes. Then it also comes as a ministry, ministry which has to be interpreted. No, no. In First Corinthians twelve, when you go to twenty eight, it says, uh, uh, first he gave some first the apostles, second the prophets, then the teachers, and then uh, the gifts of helps, and then it says, the various tongues. So meaning even in the body of Christ, you can have dedicated people. That's why you'd have churches having a department of intercessors. Mm -hmm. It's people who have the burden that always they need to be praying in the spirit. So it's not a must that you must pray in the spirit. It just depends that at that very moment, which level is it on? If it's oh. your ministry, yes, definitely mm. you'll be praying most of the time in tongues mm. because you don't know what to pray for. Yeah. But most of us, it comes just as a gift, just like uh, the gift of word of wisdom comes. And you only then pray as led by the spirit. But then the third one for me that addresses that call of whether it's a must, mm. it's advisable most of the time, to pray in tongues. Okay. Why am I saying that? 
when we pray in tongues, it is to edify yeah. ourselves. So, okay. so who wouldn't want to be edified? Right. I'd rather be edified than just utter words yeah. that I'm just shooting blanks. Wow. Mm. The benefits of speaking in tongues, oh, or yeah. rather praying oh, yeah. in tongues, Murudi. So, so there are benefits, and uh, th- this list is not exhaustive. I'll, I'll just limit myself to three or four uh, uh, key benefits. Number if one, I've, oh, <laughs> uh, let, let's minus it a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so the first one I've already mentioned that you build yourself up in in your faith, or you get edified, right? First Corinthians chapter fourteen verse four tells us that he who speaks in the tongue edifies himself, mm. uh, uh, and that's why I've, I've even mentioned the issue of the marketplace. That as you're praying in tongues, the Holy Spirit could tell you, "Don't go to uh, that office tomorrow; uh, you'll be sabotaged or whatever." Mm-hmm. But as you're praying, those revelations come, come because you are edified. But number two is that <clears throat> the Holy Spirit helps you to pray when you do not know what to, to pray, pray for. Mm. Yeah, I've had people uh, say, Emrut, hey, I want to pray, but sometimes I get work The first point is obviously get into the word. Pray God's promises back to him, mm-hmm. right? But that just those times, like now, I mean, we've been in this pandemic, and let's be honest, it's been very tough, very difficult for many people. It has ever even questioned the very faith True. of many, many believers, right? Now, now, sometimes you get into your prayer room and you may not know what to pray for. Mm. Tongues are that go-to place because now you're saying, spirit man, pray. Mm. No longer my flesh now because my flesh has exhausted his wisdom. He yeah. doesn't know what to pray for. He has run out of his prayer point. Now, Holy Spirit, pray through me. Mm. And that's now the, the benefit of it, that you end up praying for the right things. Mm. And, and you'll, you'll find that in Romans chapter 8, verse 26, which says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession um, for us. Now, the third one is that um, the Holy Spirit, when you're praying in tongues, helps you to pray according to the will of God. That you'll get in the same Romans chapter 8, but in verse 27 it says, Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So when you're praying in tongues, uh, 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 you're praying, the Holy Spirit leads you into praying according to God's will. Mm. So this thing of just going into a closet and just mentioning AMGs and Maserati <laughs> and all these things, yeah. uh, it may sound good to you. Mm. It's, it's needs you have, but is it the will of God for your life at that time? Because if God blesses some of us with certain level of material, yeah. then that's the end of our souls. But yeah. when you say, Lord, your will, then he will tell you, okay, for, for now, you, let, let's settle for that Uber uh, Toyota Corolla. And <laughs> yeah. then in five years' time, I would have built your character. Sure. And you can now drive around in that. Wow. So we need to become those kind of believers. And the one way, not the only way, but the one way of journeying in the spirit is by praying in tongues. And that's part of the, the benefits. But maybe finally is that your, your spirit connects directly with God's spirit. And that's the one I want to end it off with. That when you are praying in, in, in tongues, your spirit connects directly with God's spirit. First wow. Corinthians chapter 14 verse 2 says, For he who speaks in the tongue does not speak to man but to God. And I want us to capture that as we conclude. That he who prays or speaks in tongues does not speak to man. You are not praying to man. You are Speaking directly to God. God. Why? Because God is spirit. Mm. And it is your spirit man that is speaking 
to this God who is spirit. So it's a benefit that you don't have this feeling that hey, you know, you know yes. there are those yes, prayers. Yes. Like, okay, there's a ceiling. Yeah. No, no. But when you're praying in the spirit, there's that level of assurance that it is Holy Spirit praying to Holy Spirit. It is God speaking to God himself. Mm. It is the man that has dominion the one that is the original idea of what God wanted, he's the one who's praying directly to yeah. God. And when we start to master it, when we start to practice, when we start to journey in the spirit, there are many possibilities that will open up. There, there are words of, there, there are ideas that will start, you know, uh, uh, beaming in our spirits. There are concepts that the Lord will bring about. There are things that have not been done in history that will begin to do why. We are connected with the Spirit of God and we're praying directly to Him. I mean, tell me this, how did Gideon know that if he was to command the sun to stop, it will stop? Mm-hmm. Mm. It took man of the spirit. It yeah. took somebody who has an alignment with his oh, God. Beautiful. It took that for you to become a victorious believer. So uh, I think my encouragement even today is that uh, l- let's let's strive to become believers who, uh, uh, you know, partake in all the promises, the entire package mm-hmm. of salvation. Let's not limit ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's why I keep emphasizing that tongues are very critical, but there are many other gifts that mm. we need to desire. Even the Bible tells us that we must earnestly desire these. So the word of knowledge is not for, 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 for a prophet. The word of wisdom is not for a prophet. We as believers need to desire that. And maybe just to give you a final statement to say that, that we know that the Bible says that there's power that lies in your tongue, right? Yes. So there's power in the tongue, but there's more power in tongues. Wow. wow. Mm. Beautiful. Our Our very second edition of Ask a Pastor today, we've got Pastor Puti Moyaha dropping it in the studio with the word of wisdom. What a powerful uh, topic that we also agreed to to ponder. And I like it. Um, Sometimes the Holy Spirit says, you grieve me. You grieve me. And I feel like as the body of Christ, we have grieved the Holy Spirit so much Mm. in the ministry of yep. praying and yep. speaking in tongues. It's exactly seven minutes to the top of the hour, 11 o'clock. Pastor Putti, I'm not going to give you an opportunity to say your last words <laughs> because you are here in the next oh three yeah. weeks. Oh next yeah. time when you are joining us, you are regular here on awesome. the top. So do stay tuned uh, with the talk. Ladies, we've got interesting, interesting uh, topics that are lined up uh, uh, the, uh, the, the next coming weeks. We'll be talking about uh, is the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the speaking of tongues. What can the churches teach the believers to pray or speak in tongues? We've got topics like, am I lesser of a believer if I don't pray in tongues? I think that was covered already, and I hope you grabbed that. And uh, with topics like prayer of those that desire uh, to pray in spirit. And I do encourage you as a listener to stay connected to the segment Ask a Pastor with Pastor Putti. Thank you so much pastor putti and we're looking forward to the next coming week uh weeks of uh, having us with us and uh, maybe to encourage and to challenge Mm. a listener be intentional about this segment maybe if you are also that um believer who is saying i i I don't know more about the spirit i don't even pray or speak in spirit yeah speak to the holy spirit Mm. and say i want to experience you in a better way and in a new profound way this coming weeks because speaking with a Speaking in tongues is directly
clearly yeah. speaking, speaking to, to God. God. That is something that I have learned today. Indeed, sure. indeed. Yeah. For now, we'll take a song, then we'll be right back continuing with the show as the talk ladies stay tuned. You're listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. If you want to have a remarkable event, Morangi Productions is your go-to service provider. We offer state-of-the-art sound system, stage, lights, LED screens, live streaming, live DVD recording, conferencing, and many more. No event is bigger than our service, and our end product will amaze you till you drop. Call us now on 011-524-0186 or 072-973-6356. Murangi Productions, we are leading the way. Thank you. 